Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and Paperback in the book. We're here with a terrific lady who's an Anglo-American, not just jazz uh, vocalist and uh, band leader, born in Seattle, now in London. She rediscovered her love of music after a 20-year hiatus and uh, performs around the UK like the Royal Albert Hall, Edinburgh Fringe Fest, and more. She's also the principal singer of uh, the Jazz Big Band and conservative in... Um, Burgundy, France, and uh, also is a regular performer of the 3D Virtual World platform on Second Life. And uh, many of us haven't heard of it, but it's been around for a while and why this is so vital. She also had some music out there on Spotify and more like Ease Way Slowly, Easier and Easier, and also um, Lady Days and More, which won an award and will be featuring one for my baby at the um, end of the audio interview. And uh, she's got some great music out there. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from Plus Studios in beautiful downtown London. The, uh, the multi-talented Anglo-American jazz vocalist and band leader, the amazing Michelle Austin. Michelle, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Mike. Nice to meet you finally. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, it's great to have you on board, Michelle. So you're an Anglo-American, not just jazz vocalist, band leader, born in Seattle, now in London. You rediscover your love of music after a 20-year hiatus. You performed around the world, and in the UK, I should say, at Royal Albert Hall, Edinburgh, um, Fringe Fest. You're also principal singer of the Jazz Big Band and conservative in uh, Burgundy, France. You also perform on a regular basis on 3D Virtual World Platform, um, Second Life. We'd like to know about that. You also have a new song out called One From My Baby, which is getting a lot of attention and a great deal. And before getting to all that, to Michelle, tell us how you first got started. I'm, I would say that I probably was born singing. And uh, I can always remember being at home with my mom singing with radio in the car with my mom singing. And then as I got older, I progressed, went to school, wherever there was a band or there was a choral group or there was a musical or anything like that, I always had to participate. And that took me all the way up to my late teens when I graduated. And then all the music went on the back burner, life sort of got in the way. And I wasn't really reintroduced to performing and singing again seriously until my late 30s so I'm a bit wow. of a late bloomer hmm that is rather interesting and of course um of course so many things have happened as well too of course you know you know we can all learn from journeys you know being 10 year 20 year and everything else and you know you know some of the things took place and uh, you know what kind of led you back to um you know getting into a swing after a 10 20 year hiatus well, I've always loved singing, but I never really did anything about it in my in my sort of adult years. And I saw an advertisement, and I don't remember where I saw it, but it was for a jazz a jazz vocal performance course at um, one of our colleges, which is for mature students near us here in Richmond. And I thought, hmm, that might be interesting. So I signed up for it, ended up taking that course for about two or three years, which gave me enough confidence to get back on stage and work on my performance ethic and, you know, mixing with the crowd and all the rest of it. And then I went solo, left the uh, course, and then just started doing my own thing, started, uh, got a band together, and we, we sort of hit all of the clubs and the pubs and all the rest of it. That sort of scene came to an end, as you can imagine, around COVID time. Nobody was doing anything at that time. And then since then, I've been really taking the recording seriously and pretty much focusing more on um, getting recorded recordings out there released. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, and then what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career besides to talk about getting back in the swing? And it's like, you know, the precise moment that simply said, this is what I'm really going to do for the rest of my life. I think it was that course. I think it was fate that I came across that course. I wasn't looking for it. And I don't know if it came up on Facebook or goodness knows where, but it, it for some reason it appeared. And I thought, okay, this is what I should be doing. And that really sort of kick-started everything again. And I had great support and everything from the professors and the rest of the students. And so that was really sort of the the rekindling of my love for jazz and swing. <laughs> and I can feel that as well, too. And uh, who are some of our favorite uh, artists, singers, and songwriters and musicians growing up? Well, I'm going to have to say my two favorite singers are um, an English lady, Alison Moyer. I adore her. Um, and the other is um, Joni Mitchell. I mean, she is my absolute, absolute favorite all time. From the jazz world, I'm going to have to be pretty, not very interesting about my choices, but I do love Nina Simone, Etta, Etta James, of course, um, you know, all the greats. So, and the man, I love all of the, the crooning men as well, you know, Tony Bennett and the rest of it. I've always been a fan of them. Oh, so when I was favorite. a child, um, my mother was a was a single was a single parent, and I used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents. And I can remember sitting in their Oldsmobile, <laughs> listening to eight track tapes. Oh, that I remember those things. Yeah, they're so easy. <laughs> my dad that all the time. You know, he brought them on camping trips. It's like you know, he didn't buy the cassette tape. You had to go back and flip. Now, of course, you auto reverse, but eight tracks are so convenient. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So I so that's sort of showing my age there. But that's and of course their their sort of genre of music was very much you know the sort of swing and jazz and the rest of it and I started listening to it with them and I thought hey I kind of like this I kind of <laughs> like this <laughs> and certainly D I think I'm ready to pull up my eight track player and uh, play some of that um, you know before I pull out the eight track player and um, you also had some uh, musical like Ease Way <laughs> Slowly Easier and Easier Lady Days and um, you you got some. Uh, a little bit of recognition on that and before we're on to UK and before we get to uh, continue your career leading up to one for my baby but first listen to the Mike Widener show at the mikewidenershow.com powered by Soundquab Studios visit online at soundquabstudios.com for all your needs look at a professional website without breaking your budget Sonic Web Studios is the answer Sonic Web Studios offers fast affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away call today 1-800-303-3960 it's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at soundwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout out to our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, and Mia Molson Zia. If you love Fast Based Mysteries, you love Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgivable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's bail on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Z has got great reviews. An evil of and endorsed by Howard's celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Ford Riley, and Mayos. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, iTunes, Anchor FM, Odyssey, Radio Public, and also subscribe um, on the YouTube channel, BitChute and Rumble. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok today as well. Make sure you take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. 
T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike White Show podcast. For more great gift ideas like T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Molson's for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. And support the Mike White Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewagnershow.com. We're here with the multi-talented Anglo-American, um, not just jazz vocalist and band leader, um, Going from Seattle to London, Michelle Austin here on the Mike Widener Show. Before we talk about One for My Baby and some of the other music and a little bit of accolades, um, of course, uh, going from Seattle to London as well, too. And uh, tell us more about your journey. Getting well, my point. mother my mother remarried when I was 10. So that's that's quite a while ago. And sort of that's when things sort of took off. My father was in a particular industry where we traveled and lived in very many international countries and stuff like that. So we were sort of exposed to uh, different foreign languages, which is always fantastic. And we wow. were you know, sort of in introduced to different cultures and the rest of it. So I really, I really sort of love that. Um, we sort of used London as a base because of it being English, you know, English speaking. So if my parents were going somewhere a little bit unusual where they didn't have an English speaking school, they could always send me back to London. Hmm. Thus, I think this became very much home for me because I spent so much time here. Um, so, so there we are. Hmm. All those years ago, and here I still am. <laughs> that is rather interesting. You talk about going from country to country and country. What are some of the countries you visited? And what was your favorite country, you know, besides London and the U.S.? I don't even have to think about that. Japan. Oh, nice. My all-time favorite. We were there for about two and a half years. I think I did the fifth and sixth grade there. And I just adored it because it was so different from anything you can imagine. Hmm. And I'm hoping that we're going to, my partner here and I are going to manage to get another trip out there very soon. Hmm. And then hopefully soon as well, too. And of course, uh, how, how about the music in Japan? Uh, what was some of the music you liked over there? Oh, I loved the um, the traditional Japanese music. They had traditional, um, sort of like the K-pop of my time. They were sort of, you know, I had idols, various idols. I can think of one, Nogichi Goro, and I thought he was absolutely adorable. And I had his posters all over my room and the rest of it. <laughs> very much into the, very much into the music scene. They're going to the concerts and and supporting the, you know, the Japanese artists and stuff. So. Hmm. That's really that's that's really interesting. I seem to like that. And of course, you got some music yourself that uh, people, especially in Japan, can support you as well. You've got Easy Way Slowly, you got Easier and Easier. And Lady Lady Days happens to um, win an award. And uh, tell us about some of your uh, music and uh, what inspired you to write them. Well, the the three the three first that you mentioned were were actually original uh, tunes. Lazy Days was written by a very good friend of mine here in the UK, and I've known him for eons and uh, he wrote it for himself just as an instrumental on the guitar and we got together and started jamming and um, I said you know I think could sort of add some swing here and get some lyrics going and we can make it into you know something quite fun um, so that's how that sort of came about and then of course I submitted that to one of the award ceremonies and not expecting anything to be honest with you but walked away with the bronze um, award for a global music award which was we were both really shocked. <laughs> Surprising indeed. And congrats as well, too. It's like how often do people win awards like that? Even it's the bronze, it's something. It meant something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I never expected anything. So a, brown, a bronze is, is fantastic. I think I'm probably going to, 
um, submit um, one for my baby this year and see how we do with this one. So, okay. You, you also had... You also had Easy Way Slowly and Easier and Easier, and uh, tell us more about those songs and what inspired you to write them. Right. Those are two songs written by a very good friend of mine who I met a number of years via uh, Facebook, and she's based in L.A., and we just got talking, and she sort of saw that I was a singer and a jazz singer and all the rest of it, and she said, you know, have a listen to some of my tunes. Her name is Denise Dimon, and okay. she's from- I think it's Pasadena is where she lives. And she's been writing all of her life. And she said, have a listen to some of my tunes and see if you find any of them of interest. And it just so happened, those two. I thought, you know, I think we could sort of put a jazzy uh, sort of feel onto these two. And she said, well, go for it. So we did. So that was good. Mm. And then with, with one for my baby, that was sort of came back to my roots. And I just wanted to do a cover that I really enjoy singing. Every time I sing it, I absolutely love it. And I just thought, uh, okay, let's just go ahead and do something. Just do a cover and just uh, get it out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm quite pleased with the, with, with, with the results. That's very nice. And what inspired you to do uh, One For My Baby? I've loved that tune since I, since I can remember. Since I can remember sitting in my grandparents' Oldsmobile, listening to this eight-track tape that I was telling you about earlier. And they used to play that tune all the time. And I fell in love with it. And I just thought, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. It's off the back of three original tunes. And now maybe try something that I really am familiar with. And sort of that's how that one that mm-hmm. one happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds really interesting as well, too. You got the music out there. And of course, you know, you've been on stage as well, too, being a principal singer of the jazz big band and conservatory in burgundy france and also you perform on a regular basis on on 3d virtual platform called second life and um that's something i love to hear about and uh and there are some of us that have never even heard of second life <laughs> it's it's i don't even remember how i found out about it i think i was watching a, a program on the telly and they were talking about this 3d virtual world where people meet and they actually set up a second life and wow. basically, you can do absolutely anything your heart desires. Um, the only criteria is that obviously you have to you have to make up an avatar, you have to join the platform, and then once you get there, you just sort of start talking to people, find out what's happening. And I found out that there was a music scene, which I thought was amazing. Um, started talking to a lot of the musicians and the club owners and the rest of it. Uh, set up my avatar. Her name is Melodious Molly. <laughs> nice. She appears. She appears every so often in various clubs. Um, we do get in the in the early days. You could make a fortune doing this. You really could a fortune with regard to the currency that's that's used in in uh, in the three D platform. But um, that sort of died away because it's not quite the thing now. Um, but people are still singing and you, you can get tips and think the nice thing about the tips that you earn, it's not, you know, dollars or pounds or anything. Like right. That. Yeah. Yeah. Singing device and, um, you know, singing uh, tools, how you can make yourself better. It's almost like a community. You know, it, it's just like Facebook with all the groups out there, especially when they started and MySpace before that, you know, you know, got yeah. a lot of tips, advice and a lot of exposure out there. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the same. It's the same way. You can build a fan base as big or as small as you want. You can play clubs, concerts, festivals, what what have you. 
Um, and it's just, it's just a really neat way of performing um, from your home in your pajamas <laughs> without having to put your makeup on or do your hair or anything like that. And it's just really a sort of a very relaxed atmosphere. And like I say, if you know, if you do earn some tips, which are, that's not the reason to do it. But if you do, you can always use that towards maybe a new stage or an instrument to accompany you or a new outfit or something like that. So mm. it's a cool world. And I think everybody should check it out. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about with the instrument, the clothing, all that. That's like the virtual. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa. Everything is, is virtual. I think it sounds like some of the platforms I didn't hear about, like with, with, with Twitch, and I think there's also, oh gosh, what's another one? Discord, and I think there's yes. also, let's see, I think there's like a couple out there, but I think we're all getting an idea, and we're glad you got to jump on the whole thing. I wish we had a new Second Life back then, so <laughs> we could have started a show much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just, it's been a wonderful vehicle. It really has. Um because for a while I was living out in the deep in the countryside in France and didn't really know a lot of musicians or not a huge amount of opportunity for, you know, gigs and stuff like that. And I sort of thought, OK, fine, I'll do it virtually. Mm -hmm. Get my voice, voice in shape, eventually met some musicians and then started, give, you know, gigging live. So. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you also been in France, too. You managed to be with the. Um... The, the conservatory and uh, was it the principal singer of um, jazz big band and conservatory in Burgundy. And uh, how'd you get involved with that? That I, you know, I don't remember how I found out about that. Anyway, I remember ringing the guy, the, the, the fellow that, that runs the whole department. And he said, come down and, and have, we'll have a chat. And he said, well, you know, we have a big band here and they're always looking for jazz singers. And I said, well, fantastic. So I did a little audition and the rest of it. And then it became a regular thing. Every Monday we would meet and we would go to concerts throughout the, you know, the region of Burgundy and stuff like that. And it was through this that I met the musicians who were playing on One For My Baby. They're all French. And the guy that produced it is French as well. So everything sort of swings and roundabouts. <laughs> and, and certainly does and of course you also have, have the honor of uh, being at the royal albert hall as well yes now that i have to be honest with you it's not i wasn't actually in the main part of the royal albert hall but they do have sort of um restaurants and sectioned off bits and so i've sort of had a little concert in one of those but i was under the roof i was under the roof for the royal albert hall so i'm going to keep that one on my cv <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least just stepping on it you could say you were there so you exactly could, yeah. exactly <laughs> and that's one for our baby as well too and uh, what's coming up for uh michelle austin with her with uh besides one for my baby and coming up we'll find out just one minute you listen to the mike widener show at the mike widener show.com powered by sonic studios and brought to you by official sponsor the mike widener show international warring author mia molson's the missing we'll be back with the multi-talented singer Michelle Austin after this time. We're back with the amazing uh, Anglo-American, not just jazz vocalist and band leader, Michelle Austin here on the Mike Wagner Show. We talked about one for my baby and um, more of her music. And uh, what else can you expect from you in 2023 and beyond? Right. I'm thinking that the next tune, um, I think I'm going to do another cover, but it's a cover of an English band, a very young English band called um, London Grammar. Mm -hmm. And they have this tune out called strong 
And when I'm singing live, I tend to do it as tend to sort of add that particular tune to my repertoire. But instead of it being sort of an indie poppy sound, I've sort of made it into a jazzy swinging sound. Mm -hmm. And my partner says, you have to record that. You have to record that. So I'm going to record that. And that's that'll be probably be coming up in about September time or so. Oh, we're certainly looking forward to that and uh, keep us updated. And uh, if there's other music out there we haven't mentioned, you can you know you feel free to mention as well. No, I think that's it. You covered everything. Yeah, we covered the four uh, releases that have been made over the last two years. So uh, on top of everything that's going on. Okay. In the meantime, where can we find all your music at, Michelle? You can find my music anywhere on Spotify, on Amazon, on there's like 60 platforms, Deezer, any any of your favorite platforms, you will find my music. So please do uh, go have a little listen. Yeah. Okay. We'll certainly do that as well, too. We're here with the um, multi-talented singer, Michelle Austin, here on the Mike Wagner Show with One For My Baby and uh, a couple of things on the show. We'd love to have you back. Who do you consider biggest influence in your career? <gasps> oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to say my grandma. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say my grandparents, actually, because they introduced me to this genre of music. Um, so I'm going to have to say them. Okay. That's really yeah. interesting. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? At this point, just go for it. You know, you don't have to be signed with anybody anymore. You can still have fun with your music. Get out there and be an independent artist. You know, do your own thing how you want to do it. And, uh, you know, if you're in it for the accolade, then maybe you're not in it for the right reasons. But if you enjoy do it, doing it, just go for it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you can always get signed by yourself. So, <laughs> Of course you can. Of course you can. So there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And certainly it's perfect. Like, you're going to say something? I'm sorry. No, sorry. It's, it's a lot of hard work, but I actually enjoy it. I enjoy all of the administration that goes with, you know, release and stuff like that, getting it all prepared and getting the video arranged and all that. Okay. All right. have a contact list and the rest of it. It sounds like it. And we're looking forward to what you got uh, coming out. We're here with um, the multi-talented Michelle Austin uh, with One For My Baby here on the Mike Wagner Show based out of uh, Jolly Old London. Michelle, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your music? They can purchase my music from any of their favorite platforms. You can visit my website, which is www.michelle.com. We will certainly check that out. Once again, Michelle, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live after back. Wish you all the best. And Michelle, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you very much, Mike. You take care, yeah?